and I am your host CB and today we have a very short um, episode for you guys this week. Uh, I wasn't able to get that much information um, as far as the topical discussion, movies, TVs, anime, and we'll get into everything I have for this week right after this. Okay, so um, I was going to wait till I get, got a little bit more content, but I've been seeing some things, some videos on TikTok of people just saying some crazy stuff, right? Um, of course, it's their opinion. They're entitled to their own, own opinion, but it's just some things that I don't agree with, but we'll get into into that later on the show. First, let's go over some uh, shows that I did watch, which was Resident Evil. Resident Evil on Netflix, the, the uh, series. Um, it started off strong. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's a total of eight episodes, probably about an hour long. IMDb gave it a 3.8 out of 10. Um, I give it, um, they're not far off. I give it a four verified check marks. I'm going to be nice. Give them the extra 0.2 points. Um, they're not far off. It got, it was good at first. Okay. It was good at first. Um, it started off very strong and, um, then it started to go like do time jumps back and forth. You know, it went back to, if you haven't seen it, this is going to be a spoiler alert because it's, it's low rating. So if it's a low rating, just for future references, if it's a low rating, more than likely I'm going to spoil it and t- um, because I have to tell you why I rate it so low, if that makes sense. So, um, the reason being it's because it kept doing time jumps and it kept going from present day to apocalyptic day until pre-apocalyptic time, right? Which I get. I understand that completely, right? I understand that you have to set a foundation and say, oh, this is why this is happening. This is who this person is. I understand that. But they did this time jump back and time jump back and forth throughout every episode um, of the first season. It was done every single episode, probably four or five times, probably more than that, to be honest with you. Um, And I didn't like it. I really didn't like it. At first, you get used to it a little bit. You get used to it a little bit. But then when um, you're in present day and things are happening, like good things are happening, not good things, but like interesting things are happening or the good parts are coming on. They keep going back and forth with the time jump, which make it made it like very like it was, it was boring and unnecessary. And, um, not only that, I feel like they should have did, they didn't have to, I understand what it was going for as far as the time jump. It probably was like, it was like they were telling two stories at the same time. And if that's the case, just put it all in season one. Put the pre-apocalyptic time season one or the first three, four episodes. Because honestly, I believe the first four episodes out of that eight seasons could have told us the whole how everything happened as far as the adolescent, the main character in her and her sister's teenage years, right? It could have happened in those first four. Then the second half, which was the next four episodes, 
everything could have been done. It could have been good. I mean, that's just me. But they did bounce back, um, back and forth the whole time. Then, okay, the girl's dad, the girl's dad, Billy and Jay. That's I believe that's their name. Their yeah, their dad, Albert, right. He just so happened out of nowhere in like maybe the four, no, the fifth episode, I want to say around that episode, comes out that he has, it's there's four of him and they're all clones, which is like, okay, how does that tie into the story? Him having clones, how does that tie into the story? And it honestly does tie in the story a little bit, but... It's just like, why did you need four or five other clones? You see what I'm saying? You could have just had maybe another uh, second one because after a while, there were only one clone left besides him. Um, and you see why, you know, You see, but it, I just, I think they kind of veered away from the story or the main story a little bit. So, I mean, Resident Evil, it was okay. Um, there was a lot of unnecessary things in this story. Um, that's why it's rated so low. If it's, if it's renewed for a second season, I know for a fact it's all Netflix doing. It's all because of Netflix doing. But this is nothing how, of course, they took a whole different approach from the actual movies. Um... There's no badass, you know, in the movie or people kicking ass like the original movie and everything. It's I don't know, man. It's just not. Uh, it's not good to me. It's it was okay. It was okay. That's it. It's okay. But yeah, Resident Evil for verified check marks on Netflix. It's a series. If you if you guys like it, I I won't fault you for it. But to me, it's just it, it didn't do anything for me at all. Next, Jobless uh, Mushuku Tensi, a Jobless Reincarnation. It's actually on Hulu right now, but I keep hearing, um, I watch it on Crunchyroll. It's on Hulu right now, but I watch it on Crunchyroll. Um, everything, the whole first season is dubbed. Um, they did confirm that season two will be um, released in 2023. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I kept seeing a lot of, uh, videos about it, people talking about this anime, and then it always showed up on my picks for you on the Crunchyroll website. So I said, you know what? I don't have any anime to watch. I'm caught up for the most part. I haven't watched Boruto in a while, but I'm going to stay off of that. You know, it's, I'm not itching to get caught up on that. But anyway, um... I said, let me give it a shot. And I actually like it. I really like this anime. Uh, let's see what they rated it. They gave it a, let me see if it's out of 10. It's probably out of five. Yeah, it is out of five. Four and a half out of five stars for Crunchyroll. That's what the most of the um, consumers are rating this anime. Um, out of, for verified check marks, I give it a solid eight. Uh first season let me see 
Yeah, yeah, I could, I could stick with eight. Eight is not bad. Seven and a half, eight is bad. I love the storyline. I love everything about it. Uh, and it went out with a bang. I love it. You see the buildup in this anime. You see the buildup. You see him get stronger. You see what happened to him. And then um, you see him right towards the end of this season. That's when the good stuff happened. That's when the good stuff happened. Now, me personally, I think he's getting played by the man God. He even feels like he's getting played or, or played by the man God. And I agree. Um, my boy did get him some. You know, he did. You know, he got him some in the in the um, in this new world. If you if you've seen this uh, anime, you know what I mean. So I'm happy for him on that. But you guys really have to watch it to uh, fully grasp the story and the the feel of this anime for sure. Um, if you're just going by what I'm saying, um, as far as the little details that I'm giving you, because I, I don't want to spoil it. So um, I do recommend you watch it. It's very, it's it's worth the watch. It's I'm rating the eight verified check marks. I can't wait to uh, season two. This is definitely on my Crunchyroll uh, watch list for sure. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, again, that's Jobless Reincarnation. It's on Hulu right now as well as Crunchyroll. Um, probably um, other anime sites as well. Okay. My anime list rated it an 8.4 out of 10. So that should t- tell you something, too. So I'm not far off from other people's um, animation. And this, keep in mind, this is just season one. Season two doesn't come out until next year. Let me see if they have a release date for it. Um, no, no actual, no set release date. They just said... Season 2, 2023. Um, so we know it is coming out um, next year for sure. Next. This is a... I've seen clips of this movie um, on TikTok. Um, I, you know, everybody's on TikTok right now. But I be following movie and anime TikTok a lot. So I see a lot of movies and animes that uh, may interest me. Or things that I, I should probably watch. But The Gentleman came out in 2019. Rated R, hour and 53 minutes long. It is now on Netflix. Um, I seen little clips, and it looks pretty good on the uh, little snippets that I seen on TikTok. It looked really good. Um, I did watch it on Netflix, of course. IMDb gave it a 7.8 out of 10. I'm giving it a solid 8 verified check marks. This movie is really good. It keeps you entertained, interested the whole time. This is a movie that you really have to pay attention to because it's more about dialogue and storytelling. Um, and it's it's really, really good, guys. It's really good. Um, I'm trying to decide whether I want to spoil it or not. I don't think I can spoil it, now that I think about it. It's, I'm just hoping that they do come out with a sequel, but it has been a few years. But granted, COVID. So... I'm hoping they do come out with another um, movie, The Gentleman 2, because the way it ended, it seemed like it was going to be a continuation. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's character really, really, really got blessed throughout this whole movie. It starring Matthew McConaughey, uh, Charlie uh, Hunnam, Colin Farrell, Michelle Dockery, 
Hugh Grant, Jeremy Strong, and uh, Bugsy Malone. Okay, so it's a lot of great cast in here. Acting is great. Uh, I'm surprised it's, uh, I, well, I'm not surprised because I gave it an A verified check marks. They do need to come out with a sequel. Please, I hope they come out with a sequel. Um, the budget for this movie was $22 million, and the uh, box office was $115.2 million. So they got their money's worth. And again, like I said, this movie is great. It's very funny, very, like, like gangster, um, clever. It's like it's like you watching the chess match a little bit. It's like you watching the chess match. It, I thought I was gonna know what this movie is gonna be about after watching those clips, but I was totally wrong, totally wrong. And I enjoyed every minute of this movie. So the gentleman now playing on Netflix, I highly recommend you go ahead and watch that for a date night. It's an hour fifty three minutes long. I, I highly recommend you watch it. It's on Netflix. Get it while it's hot. If you go to YouTube, Google Play Movies, Voodoo, Amazon Prime Video, Apple TV, that's all going to run you between the lowest I've seen was $3. Apple TV is going to charge you $13. And I think that's probably just to buy the movie <laughs> outright, not to rent. So, um, yeah, I love I love The Gentleman. I really hope they come out with a um, sequel because it's freaking fantastic. Okay, next, I had to take a little brief pause. Um, I heard about this show, the series, and uh, a few days ago, they canceled it. So Batgirl has officially began, officially, um, it's officially canceled by HBO Max. I don't know why, but they canceled it. Um, they said they won't hit theaters or stream on HBO Max. They completely canceled the whole movie. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not, I won't say, I want to see it. I will, I will see it, but I'm going to go to the movies and see it. Like, I don't, I don't know, but they did cancel Batgirl. So those of you who were, um, looking forward to that, Sorry. Sorry, I didn't hear much about it, but I think they did cancel it um, before it got, you know, good into um, production. So, uh, yes, they did cancel Batgirl. And I'm trying to see why. Well, now there's speculation from the HollywoodReporter.com saying Batgirl was uh, a casualty of new corporate strategy from Warner Brothers. Direct Discovery CEO David Zalsov, who opted to shelve the project. Yeah, that's another thing. I heard it was shelved. Some people say it was canceled. He said, but on with this article, it said he decided to shelve the the project in order to take a tax write down on the $90 million film. I won't be surprised. People try to get over all the time. Anything to avoid them taxes. I'm not surprised. So if that is true, it's just shelved. They're probably going to wait another year or two. But um, I think if the movie had a lot of potential, then it wouldn't have been shelved. Um, That's just me. But again money screams so who knows he probably really did that 
for the tax tax reasons and wanted that break or whatever. So I'm not surprised. Next, the curse of bridge um, of bridge hollow. Right. This is going to be a Netflix um, movie starring Marlon Wayans and Priya Ferguson. You know, Priya from Stranger Things, who is Lucas's uh, sister. That's Lucas' sister, younger sister, who uh, had a very, very important part in the last uh, the last season. She was, you know, very fiery, very smart mouth and, you know, very strong and courageous. And yeah, she was very, very fiery. She will be in the movie as well, alongside uh, Kelly Rowland and other classmates and other cast members. Uh, October 14th for this Halloween movie. Um, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Um, Marlon Wayans, he, he's not acting as much as uh, as he is now, so when he does come out of the film, it's good to see him, um, you know, do his thing on the big screen for sure. Okay, so next, I want to get into these TikTok videos that I have seen, and here's TikTok video number one, one of two. is to all our would-be accomplices and white allies. This message is to all the white people who have BLM in their bio. If you really want to prove to black people that you love us and you care about us and you are down for the cause, do not go see that movie opening weekend. You buy your ticket, you give it to a black person or a black family who can't afford to go, and then you go sit at that theater in front of the doors. You make sure that every black person in that theater can enjoy that movie in peace. You make sure that you use your body to block us from anybody who would be coming in that theater to do us harm. That is your job. You can go see it on another weekend. Go see it on the second or third weekend. But the first weekend, that's for us. To do anything other than this is anti-black. Okay, so you heard it, right? I don't agree with like 98% of what she said. Um, her reasoning for blocking the theater to make sure nobody does us any harm. That's pretty solid. I, I give her that because, as you know, uh, black people have been targeted a lot more lately um, in the U.S. as far as mass shootings and um, hate crimes. Um so yes granted cool right um but at the same time it's not their job you see what i'm saying it's not their job that's what we have the police force for yeah we i don't i'm we don't agree with the police we have our issues with the police as well but you asking a person who isn't trained who's not allowed to bring a gun or a weapon in a movie theater to protect uh, people who are in a movie theater with nothing. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's just, but besides that, um, I don't agree with her, you know, because I, I guess I'm speaking from a movie perspective, a movie lover's uh, perspective. I want to see that thing open a weekend. 
if somebody is a fan of Black Panther, it doesn't matter race or anything like that. They're going to want to see that that weekend, that opening weekend, because they're excited. They've been waiting for this. Right. So I don't agree with that. I mean, I feel like if you have the money to go watch it, go watch it. Everybody with, with Hollywood, everything is about the numbers. So we have a banging opening weekend. Cool. And let's be honest. A lot of people are still not comfortable going to the movie theater. A, part, a lot of people are still don't want to go to the movie theater. A lot of people are still not going to the movie theater. OK, open the weekend uh, for Black Panther. This is just not going to happen. You see what I'm saying? So I don't agree with, with what she's saying. Um, I, of course, she's entitled to her own opinion. That's what she feels needs to happen. By all means, do your thing. This is your platform. You do you. But me personally, as a black man, I don't agree with that. If you want to watch the movie, watch the movie. You know what I'm saying? But but um, as far as you, people, uh, them having people, oh, don't come to the movie theater opening weekend. Or or if you see, uh, buy your tickets, but pay for somebody else to see it who who are not able to pay uh, to go. More than likely, if somebody is not able to go to that movie theater and they can't afford to, they're not going to be there to begin with. So how, how are they going to be able to pass along paid movie tickets so somebody could go watch a uh, movie? Makes no sense. Whatever. But um, you just can't stop nobody from going to watch a movie just because it's a black film. It's a black Marvel film. You, you just can't do that. Right, that's... that's <laughs> I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, I don't agree with that. Maybe if I hear more for argument as to why, then okay. But to me, it's like it's a fucking movie. Like it's not a freaking parade or a block party or a black celebration or something. Well, I guess it is kind of like a black celebration, but it's a movie. You have people from all walks of life who's are fans of Marvel, fans of black chat with Bozeman fans of black Panther. And you got to keep in mind, some people may just want to go see black Panther, black Panther because chat with Bozeman is in it. They may not chat with Bozeman, has done other movies besides Black Panther, 42, 21 Bridges, all these other movies that he's done before his his uh, passing, they could be fans of his from then. And you trying to stop them from supporting uh, a film that he was a part of in honor of him. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. We're not the only culture who mourned his passing. We're the main culture who mourned his passing because he's our Black Panther. He's our first superhero. But come on now. You just can't say, hey, nah, don't come open the weekend. You can come another weekend. That's just me, guys. I, I just didn't agree with that. Um, and I, I checked out the comments, man. A lot of people are... A lot of people are agreeing with her. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't. A lot of people are big fans of Marvel. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people don't want to wait. Why should I have to wait? And I agree with that. You shouldn't have to wait. If you're a big fan of Marvel and a big fan of Black Panther, and you want to see that thing open the weekend or camp out at midnight, 
do it. This lady is crazy to me. That's just me. Let me know what you guys think. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me know what you guys think. Uh, I'll probably post this on my Twitter if I can. Yeah, I'm going to post it on my Twitter. I'm posting it now. One second while I make this post. And the next clip I have is um, for uh, anime, of course. And I, I believe I spoke on this before. Um, about Legend of Korra and uh, Aang. One second, let me find a video now. someone tells me that they think that Aang is stronger than Korra, I instantly label them a sexist. It's like misogyny is so ingrained in your subconscious that you completely disregard the rules of evolution. At this point in time, even the people who play this like Quidditch game could probably be Ozai. About it. When Toph was bending metal, it was a breakthrough thing. Like everyone was shocked. It was crazy that she was doing it. Now the ops just bend metal. It's a rite of passage at this point. The hair was flying. An avatar said, man's learned how to fly. Aang ain't never messed with something like that. Tells me that this feat alone, that he has more talent than Aang or anyone he's ever faced. I'd like to reiterate that Korra was fighting grown-ass adults. Whole-time seasoned veteran. Aang's primary antagonists were teenage siblings. Whenever someone... <laughs> okay, so... She's saying if you don't think Korra is stronger than Aang, you're misogynistic, which is crazy, right? Now, me personally, and I'm pretty sure I said this before, I like I love both series, The Legend of Korra and uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. I watched both of them twice, through and through, and I love every bit of it. Now, um, to me, Legend of Korra did have better villains, but this is granted that time has passed. All right. Legend of Korra did have better, better villains. And I love for me when it comes to like superhero and stuff like that and, you know, sci-fi and, you know, anime powers and witchcraft. You, you know what I'm saying? I love me a good villain because I feel like the villain is just as important as the hero. OK. Um, but she says that. uh her buddies who played the quote-unquote quitting game could have beat him and that's just that's just she's just blasphemous that's that's just crazy talk now who do i think is the strongest hmm i still think ang is the strongest and i'm going to tell you why I think Angus is strongest because he held back a lot, right? And he held he held back because of morals and stuff. But I think if he really wanted to get busy, he could have. And the second reason why I think Angus is strongest is because he had Toph as the teacher, right? And um, she was badass in her, her own. You know, she created or came up with the uh, metal building. 
Um, I don't think Legend of Korra was too far behind him. But Legend of Korra, like I said, did go against some um, great villains. But um, when she brought up Zaheer and uh, Flying, saying that no, ain't didn't have to go against anybody like that, the Fire Lord was freaking monstrous compared to Zaheer. Only thing with Zaheer is that he knew how to fly and he was um, a brilliant mind. That's it. Fire Lord Oza, he had strength, brute force, and he was flying. He had jets propelled out of his feet to fly. And they um, and fought him during the um, solar eclipse when his power was even heightened even more. So you and defeated him. He didn't even he he defeated him by taking away his bending. So come on now. You can't tell me that Legend of Korra would have thought of something like that. Legend of Korra, these are two different um, um, avatars, of course. But Legend of Korra, she is more of the, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to fight. She's not thinking things through. She don't care about her more. She just know that, hey, this is a bad guy. I got to defeat them before they do something bad to the people. That's how she uh, acts. As far as thinking and morals go, it's Aang. And I'm taking Aang over her. Um, cause, and then you got to keep in mind, Aang was probably like, four or five years younger than her probably more you see what i'm saying and i i don't know i don't know i'm taking ang over her cora versus ang mm, take it ang i'm sorry but like i said i'm i'm i like them both i like them both so i'm i'm i don't i'm gonna see how she came to that conclusion but, oh, she turned off the comments. So I was trying to see the uh, comments to see what others say. To see if I could get some ideas bounced off of that. Or see if they have some good points that I didn't think of. But she turned off the comments. Because she know what she said. It's kind of it's, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. I think, honestly, if you want me to be honest, I think Toph could have worked Cora. Toph could have worked Cora. Toph could have really worked both of them. No, Toph could have worked Korra. Aang was better to me in his avatar state than Korra was. Aang is a lot better in the avatar state than Korra is. That's just me. But for her to say that, mm, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Um, Yeah. But that's just my opinion. Let me know what you guys think. Um, and I'll post this one on. Let me see. Let me see. Nope, I think I already unfollowed, undid it. Dang. I was going to post that one on the Twitter, but I already uh, unsaved it. But, yeah, guys, just let me know what you guys think. Thanks for uh, listening. I thought it was going to be a short term, uh, short story. Uh, goodness, I can't speak. A short uh, show, but... Um, I got it to the 30 minute mark, thankfully, but, uh, really I'll see you guys next week. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at VTV underscore podcast, and I will see you guys next week. Peace.